Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin. I am a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, and I am passionate about living a frugal, debt-free life. And in this podcast, we have real discussions about real money because life does not always fit inside of a cash envelope. Today, I want to discuss three toxic myths you might believe about getting out of debt. So let's go. Okay, today we'll cover three toxic myths about living debt-free that we all must break away from in order to achieve financial freedom. Getting your mindset right is the number one thing you have to conquer if you want to succeed. Remember, it's more about your behavior than how much money you have. Over the past six years of talking about financial freedom on the internet, I have heard a lot of concerns, fears, and reasons people feel like they can't get ahead. And some of them are very, very valid, but some of them are excuses. Uh Uh-oh, here comes tough love, Lydia. Many of them are excuses that I used for years to keep me in debt and not owning my own financial picture. So let's bust some of those myths. Myth number one, I need a big income to get out of debt. Truth? No, you don't have to have a six-figure income to pay off debt, but you might need a little encouragement. Have you ever heard a debt-free scream on the Dave Ramsey show or seen someone hold up a letter board on Instagram with their debt of $90,000 and their income of $150,000? Just a little side note, I do love a good letter board. You don't need a huge income to pay off debt, even if you have a huge amount of debt. We had $36,000, which isn't huge, but to us, it felt enormous because our income was not that much more than what our debt was. We were considered low income at the time. So no, you absolutely do not need a six-figure income to pay off debt. You do need a plan. And you, it will take you some extra time and you may need to shift your mindset a little bit, but you absolutely can be as we call it team tiny shovel and pay off debt. It, it could just take you longer and that's okay. It's not a race just because it takes you longer doesn't mean your process and progress is any less valid. If anything, it means more to you because of how long you've had to stick it out. So no, you don't need a big income to get out of debt. You just need a little extra encouragement. And I am here to tell you, as someone who got out of debt with a tiny income, you can do this. Myth number two, you have to live on a super strict budget and never have fun. This is so not true. I know plenty of people who go on vacation when they're paying off debt, who shop and eat out and way more, do way more fun things while paying off debt. I think that misconception comes from the fact that for many, many years, the narrative that we heard the most, the people screaming the loudest about getting out of debt were the ones that were saying, you have to sacrifice everything. And I know I was a part of that narrative, y'all, and I am sorry for that. 
We did sacrifice a lot to get out of debt, and I have always been very honest about that, but I don't want you to think that you it's all or nothing, that you can't do fun things because you're in debt, because that's simply not true. We made the choice to sacrifice a lot because we were done. We were so done, y'all. We had gotten to the bottom of the barrel and then the barrel broke and we fell about 10 more feet. So we just, we could not live like that any longer. And not everyone's situation is what our situation was. Not everyone goes through a short sale. Not everyone goes through just the desperation that we went through. And so for us, that was a huge motivator that no, we can't do this anymore. And living like this is stressful. And also we had a a baby. We had a tiny little baby when we first started all of this. And then we had another one 18 months later. And so it's not like we were going out to eat or going on vacation anyway. So for us, it was worth the sacrifice. Um, But everyone sacrifices things in their own way. And when we were finished paying off debt, we immediately, within a year, bought a house. And then a year later, went on our first debt-free vacation. We took our kids to Disney. Um, But I fully believe you absolutely can go on vacation while you're paying off debt. You can go to dinner. You can go to concerts. Of course, you can't do any of those things in COVID land if you're listening in August of 2020. But that's not the point. (laughs) You just have to plan for them, budget for them, save for them. Don't go back into debt for them. Don't go further into debt for them because no vacation is worth going into debt unless it's Hawaii. But I wouldn't know because I've never been. I hope my husband's listening because that was a very passive aggressive hint. Our anniversary is coming up, y'all. And again, not that we'll be going anywhere because welcome to COVID land, but I still want him to know. (laughs) Myth number three. There is only one way to do this. There's only one way to get out of debt. There's only one right way and the rest of the ways are wrong. When it comes to following ideologies, even those that relate to debt, people can become pretty dogmatic. If I had a nickel for every time I heard, well, fill in the blank with money guru says... I would put Jeff Bezos to shame. Y'all, heaven forbid we go on our own path, right? If I happen to disagree with someone about the size of an emergency fund or when I consider investing in retirement or that mutual funds are not a great investment, it's like rage fires in the comments, And I have seen people just be really ugly and tear people apart about the way that they choose to spend their own money paying off debt. That is so ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. Like you don't get a say in how someone spends their money. I don't get a say in how someone spends their money. Why are people wasting their time defending concepts at the expense of someone's feelings? Following someone over a cliff when that person has nothing to do with your actual finances is unwise. It's okay to glean what works and then leave behind what doesn't. Because if 2020 has taught us anything else, it's that nothing is certain and a small starter emergency fund won't get you very far. It won't pay your rent. It won't buy your groceries. 
Listen to what makes you feel secure. Does a number that someone is throwing out there make you feel secure? Does a number I give you make you feel secure? If the answer is no, then don't do it just because it falls into a pattern that has worked for other people. It might not work for you. The truth is the best way to get out of debt is the way you can manage. It's the plan you can stick to. If it's a snowball, great. An avalanche, great. A tiny shovel, great. All of these are fine. Because at the end of the day, it's your money. It's your future. It's your goal. So why is believing in these three myths problematic? Because believing in these will stop you from actually taking the right steps to win with your finances. It's okay to go your own way. Cue the Fleetwood Mac. You can go your own way. No one can walk this for you. No one. You have to decide what's going to work for you. And if having, you know, out the gate three months in your emergency fund and then pausing halfway through to go on a cruise is how you want to go on this journey, then do it because no one can walk this path for you. Okay, that's it. That's all I have to say about this. Thank you for hanging out with me and for listening. I appreciate every single one of you for being here. Thank you to everyone who has left a review of this podcast. That is how people find out about it. And thank you for helping it grow. I never check the statistics or the analytics on here, but when I do, I am always excited to see the number of people who are listening and the amount of repeat listens, and that just makes me happy. So thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. It means a lot. I appreciate you being here. If you want to leave a review, you can just swipe up on the artwork of whatever it is, wherever it is you're listening to, and leave a review there. You can also find me online at frugal.freelife.com or on Instagram and YouTube. I am Lydia Sin. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with me, and I will talk to you soon.